Lady Astor presents the Screen Guild Players. The Lady Astor Screen Guild play tonight, Belle of the Yukon. The starring players... This is Randolph Scott. This is Donna Shore. This is Bob Burns. And this is Gail Patrick. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in International Pictures, musical extravaganza in Technicolor, Belle of the Yukon. Studded with good music and hearty laughs, it stars Dinah Shore as Letty Candless, Bob Burns as Sam Slade, Randy Scott as Honest John Calhoun, and Gail Patrick as Belle Duval. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Belle of the Yukon. Hear that piano, folks? That's young Steve Atterbury romping on them keys. And you hear that warbling? That's young Letty Candace. She's just doing her act in Honest John Calhoun's place. Of course, the sign out front says Emporium, but don't let that fool you none. That Emporium, that's just a crossword puzzle way of saying saloon. Now, maybe you're wondering what two nice kids like that are doing way up here in Alaska. You might even be speculating some about me, Sam Slade. Well, now, that's where you're wrong, folks. Don't ever speculate on anything in Alaska, especially the weather. I declare I never saw such weather in my life. Why, it's awful nice and warm when the sun's out, but when the sun goes behind the cloud, it turns off bitter cold. I was walking around a little lake here the other day, and the sun was out and it was warm, and a lot of little frogs were sitting around the lake singing. All of a sudden, the sun went behind the cloud. Well, them frogs knew what was coming, so they all jumped in the lake, but they didn't quite make it. Just as they hit the lake, the lake froze over and left their little legs sticking up in the air. <laughs> you know, I went home and got a lawnmower, and I got enough frogs' legs to last me all winter. <laughs> Well, now, to get back to what I was saying, I'm up here in Alaska working on a deal with Honest John Calhoun, and it looks pretty good, too. Like my cousin Elmer Hollahead used to say, he was my second cousin on my stepmama's side. <laughs> Elmer used to say there ain't no deal in the world as good as an honest one, no matter how crooked it is. <laughs> well, I'm in on this deal with Honest John, who owns a saloon, I mean, excuse me, the Emporium, and it seems like everything's going to be all right when he decides the show needs a little more class. So he sends down to Seattle and hires this here Belle DeVal and the girls. Folks, that's where the trouble begins. You see, Calhoun is out of town when them girls arrive on the boat. He ain't even back for showtime that night. And old Pop Candlish, that's Letty's paw, he's working himself up into kind of a lather. Miss DeVal, I can't find the clouds for your second number. What'll you sit on? What would you? Uh... Relax, Mr. Candless, relax. You've got first-night jitters. Who, me? An old trooper like me? Why, I'm as calm as a cloud. Oh, i got to find those. i got to find a good... Sorry, Mr. Candless, I didn't mean to... Steve Atterbury. 
What are you doing in here in this ladies' dressing room? Well, I was coming to talk to Mr. Val about the music. Well, that don't go down with me, you piano-pounding young squirt. But, Mr. Candler... I know you're kind. I know you're kind. I want you to stay away from Letty. She's practically engaged on as John Calhoun, and I won't let any third-rate ivory tickler ruin her life. Not of a hang for it. And I'm just a man that can do it, I am. Uh, for two cents, I'd uh, What's going on here? Are you two at it again? Oh, Letty, no, I was Letty, just trying... Slow down, both of you. Pop, I think you'd better go along now. Well, That's right, Mr. Kendler. If I remember yes, rightly... Yes, yes, I know. I was hunting for your seat. Uh, all right, all right. I'll get it out. Steve, you'd better run along, too. You know it makes him awfully mad to see us together. Okay, Letty. Anything you say. Mr. Val, I'd like to say hello. My name is Letty. Letty Candler. Yeah, I know. And you've got a claim staked out on this uh, Mr. Calhoun. Oh, it, it isn't like that. We're just good friends. You know, platonic. Sure, I know. Platonic. The gun you didn't think was loaded. Look, honey, any man who says his interest is platonic deserves a bronze medal. What for? <laughs> for being the second best liar in the world. The best one is a fellow I used to know in Seattle. I hope he's in a warmer climate now. Curtain call, Lenny. Where are you? Right up here. I'm coming. Excuse me, Miss Candless. Who was that? Oh, that's Mr. Calhoun. He must have gotten back. Well, do me a favor on your way down, will you? Tell him I got a steam at once. Mr. Val, it's Honest John Calhoun. Did you want to see me? Come in. Uh, sorry I wasn't here to meet you. I... I thought I recognized that voice. How are you, Jack? How do you think when you greet me by bouncing a vase off my head? That's for ditching me in Seattle. The next one will be for that bracelet you didn't give me. Uh, what do you mean, didn't give you? After you left, a jeweler came and took it back. I can't get over it, so you're Belle the Val. I like your new name. I'll let you know about yours when I find out why you changed it. What's your game up here? I got the greatest proposition in the world. I turned honest. Yeah, and I'm sweet 16 and never been kissed. On the level, I figured I'd make something out of myself and come back and offer you my name and fortune. Uh-huh, you were thinking only of me. That's right. Now, I'll tell one. You're afraid I might inform the Seattle police as to where they might find a certain gentleman, Jack. Shh, don't mention that name. And, brother, that's exactly what I'm going to do the first time you get out of line. Now, Skadoo, I've got to get dressed for my number. All right, if you want to kick me out. Remember, no playing around with that little singer. Oh, you've got that all wrong. We're just friends. We're just, uh... Uh, uh platonic. Yeah, platonic. When you turn platonic, wolves will be vegetarians. <laughs> now, beat it, and later you can join me for dinner. With wine. Yes, sir, I knew it right from the start. That girl was Calamity with a capital K. She wasn't no good for our plan at all. But anyway, we're standing at the bar that night, Calhoun and the town marshal and myself, when this fellow walks in kind of nervous-like and sort of sidles up and says... Excuse me, I'm looking for someone in authority. Why, Professor Salisbury. I beg your pardon? Uh, don't you remember me, sir? Honest John Calhoun? I, uh, I drove your pack horses when you made that survey in South America. Oh, yes, 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 of course. Uh, gentlemen... The professor here is the world's greatest authority on the weather. Yeah, first professor I ever seen. I always thought they wore plug hats. Uh, professor, this is our town marshal. Just the man I want to see. I have here the data on my two-year study of Alaskan weather conditions. I should like to deposit it in a safe place until I leave for the States. I can help you there, Professor. Say slave. 
Put the professor's reports in my safe. Be glad to. Must be mighty important, Professor. Oh, yes. When they're published, you people will be able to predict the weather. When it's going to be dry, when it's going to snow, and when it's going to thaw, and when it's going to freeze. You mean we'll know when the freeze-up's coming in advance? Well, with reasonable accuracy, say, uh, within 12 hours. Say, I better put these where they'll be safe. Oh, uh, I better go with you, Slade. Uh, I mean, a lot of valuable papers. Oh, like sure you, thing, uh... Marshal. Come right along. Uh, you know, Slade, uh, up in these parts, the weather can sure be important. Sure can. I'd sort of like to have a look at them reports. Now, Marshal, you wouldn't be asking to see them. For a hundred bucks? Oh, I couldn't, no. Two hundred? No, no, I'm sorry. Five hundred? Well, now, if I laid these papers down for a minute and you sort of happened to glance through them, Marshal, I might be just looking at something else. In fact, $500 in my hand would be a mighty pretty thing to look at. <laughs> so you put it over, Slade. The Marshal fell for it, huh? I declare I never saw such a crooked fellow in my life. He's out there at the dice table right now, laying two to one. The freeze-up's coming by September 15th. And it's never happened before October 1st. Of course, the professor could be wrong. He better be wrong, or we've brought him all the way up here for nothing. <laughs> Think maybe we ought to take some of that money? <laughs> We're going to take it all without laying a bet. It's the sweetest setup I ever figured out. Say, Mr. Calhoun, you seen Letty around? Why, no. Uh, she must have gone home, Pop. Seems to me she left with that music fella. Do 